Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less. Realistically, it's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, I am bringing you an episode on one of my favorite topics that I actually haven't talked about in a long time and that is contentment. So we're gonna talk about contentment today. We're going to have a quick episode that's going to really focus on three things that we can do right now to get more content. And the reason we're talking about contentment, the reason contentment is so important is because it is one of the most essential things to the lifestyle change of minimalism. We can do the action of decluttering our entire home But if we don't change our shopping habits and how we bring stuff into our home, things will just get cluttered right back up. So how do we change those shopping habits? Well, I talked about that, um, just some practical ideas a few episodes ago, and I will link that in the show notes. But 
Today, I want to talk about contentment because this is a deeper rooted thing that is kind of obscure, um, kind of abstract that can help us really change those shopping habits or just change the way we feel, change the way we think about our homes, about our lives, and it can bring us joy. Lasting joy and happiness comes from being in a place of contentment. And how we get there is going to look different for all of us. But today, I want to bring you three tips, three things we can do, three C's of contentment, we're going to call them, um, that can help us really get content where we're at in our home and look at it with different eyes. So I have to put a disclaimer out there that we just moved and I do not have my office space ready, which I'm, I'm very excited to get it there, but it is not on the priorities list right now. So right now I'm recording in different random places that work for me at the time. So with that, you might hear some background noise and I just want to apologize for that in advance. We are working on it. So contentment is key to living with less. And that's because oftentimes the root of us bringing stuff into our homes, which is what causes eventually the clutter, right? The root of that is that oftentimes we are trying to fill some type of void, whether it is trying to be a version of ourselves that we're really not, and buying things for a hobby that doesn't really work for us, but that we like think we should have. Or it is bringing stuff into our homes to redecorate and redecorate because we are just like not happy with our outdated kitchen. And we try to buy little things that are going to appease us and, and make us happy. Or maybe you are unhappy with your body and you have some body image issues going on. And so you bring more and more clothes into your life. That's one that I struggled with for a long time. My closet would always be so cluttered because I always felt like I need to buy new clo clothes. I need to buy a new war whole new wardrobe. It's going to fit my body better. And when it came down to it, I had to realize that like, one, maybe I was dressing for a version of me that I, that wasn't actually real. Like I was not going to actually wear those things. Um, I had to be realistic about what I actually wear every day. And two, I had to get comfortable with my body and with just who I am and, and be okay with it so I didn't have to constantly try to bring more clothes in to fill that void. So those are just a couple of examples. But contentment isn't just something that can help us live with less clutter. Like I said before, it really is a key to a happier, more content more intention, more content, I'm using the same word in the sentence, more intentional life. Because when you are discontent with yourself or your home or your circumstances, you'll probably spend more time complaining, right? More time feeling sorry for yourself, more time checking out, less time being actually present in your life. And no guilt because I have been there so many times and we all get to that place. And while there are times where discontentment can be something to pay attention to because it might be a sign that, you know, maybe a, a shift in your current situation is what you need, right? Maybe a job change or, or something else. So sometimes it's something to pay attention to, but oftentimes it is just something we are conditioned to 
because we are constantly being told about a better way, a better product, a new thing, and new things, better products that are going to make your life easier. Like those are not bad. It's just sometimes with the messaging that we hear over and over again, whether it be social media where we're seeing other people in different life circumstances, we compare ourselves with, and we are conditioned to do this, to constantly look for a better way or the more updated home or the more updated car, right? We're, we're constantly conditioned to do that. So it's, I don't want to say normal, but like, Unfortunately, maybe it kind of is normal to get yourself into that way of thinking, to fall into discontentment. So we have to shift. We have to shift our thinking and we have to kind of flip it upside down and start to look at all the good around us instead. And I think if I had to put it in a nutshell, like that's really the key to getting content is to start to shift the narrative and look at things in a different way. If you find yourself in the midst of feeling sorry for yourself, um, if you're looking at your outdated kitchen and thinking about how ugly it is or how, you know, non-functional it is, flipping that narrative that you're telling yourself upside down and getting grateful, right? Gratitude is a huge key to contentment. Getting grateful for that outdated kitchen instead. Okay, you have somewhere to cook your food. You have the means to feed your family, right? Um, You have a kitchen. Those are all things to be grateful for. And this is not to say we like constantly find ourselves in this happy, positive place, but it's just to say that can we be grateful for what we have? And can we flip the narrative that we need the next best thing around to seeing what we already have in front of us? So there are three things that I think are practical that we can do, three C's that are going to help us practically get more content. And of course, gratitude, not a C. I just talked about gratitude. That's going to be a huge one. Um, Getting yourself into a gratitude practice is very, very important to contentment. And also kind of that in the moment, like learning to be just more grateful throughout your day in those moments where you're feeling discontent, leaning on gratitude when you're when you catch yourself in that so I wanted to mention that but that is not one of our (laughs) one of our practical tips today that's kind of a bonus and a very much essential that I needed to mention so today I'm talking about the three C's that are just practical things that can help us get more content where we're at get more content with our home And these things, many of them can help us get more content in other areas of our lives as well. But I'm just focusing in on our home because we can, we could talk about contentment in a million different ways. And I'm trying to stay focused, trying to keep this episode as a quick, short, actionable one. So if you're finding yourself discontent in your home, the first thing to look at, the first C is comparison. Are you finding yourself in a place of comparison with your home? Okay, so as you're sitting in your home and looking around and feeling discontent, you might not think, oh, this is because of comparison, because you're not actively looking at someone else's home and comparing it in that moment, right? But because we have access to the whole world at our fingertips, thanks to the internet, and if you spend any time on social media, you might see 
And you might think that everybody has the most perfectly updated home in the world, right? It's very easy to believe that because we often, people who have beautiful updated homes are putting lots of pictures of them on social media. And that is, that's great for them, right? Their homes are beautiful. People who have less updated homes, they're just probably not taking as many pictures of it, right? (laughs) It doesn't mean it's bad or it's wrong or it needs to be fixed right now or we should feel bad and discontent if that's our situation because we are very lucky. We are very, we have something huge to be grateful for and I shouldn't say lucky, but we have something big to be grateful for if we have a place to live, if we have a roof over our heads, right? That is a big thing to be grateful for. But we can catch ourselves in comparison and feel like, man, why can't, why don't we have the funds to keep our home updated? You could beautifully update your home, but in five years, like it's going to start getting out of date again. That's just how it is. It's just like clothes. You can't always keep up with the trends. And can you make your home your home your own on a budget? Of course. But if we don't get to the root of it, if we don't actually work on our issues with contentment and comparison, then we'll probably not be happy when we do make those updates either. So that's just one example of how comparison gets in the way of contentment. This can be in every aspect of our lives, not just our homes. It's so easy to compare the way that we're parenting or the way that we're dressing or the way that we are schooling our kids or a million other things because we have access to so many people and their worlds via social media. So how do we combat this? Because comparison, it runs so deep. It is so easy to fall into because of the internet specifically, but just in general. I remember as a first time mom, I often fell into comparison even when I was like face to face with people because I just did not feel very confident in my own parenting because I was brand new to it. And so anytime I was around other moms, I would compare and, and feel like they were comparing themselves to me and, and judging me. So how do we get ourselves out of this? Well, one of the things we're going to talk about next is part of it, but practically something that you can do and something that I often do and I need to do more often is get more present in your actual life. Like Find ways to ground yourself in the moment. Okay, the five senses is a great way to do that. Another very practical, very simple, but not easy thing is to take more time off social media. This is not something that we all struggle with, but more and more of us struggle with this as social media becomes more and more prevalent, as our smartphones want to basically take up all of our time and day, right? And it's so easy to just pick them up and scroll spend intentional time off of social media. Whether that is taking a whole week off to reset, taking a whole month off, taking multiple months off, deleting the app altogether if you need to, or just giving yourself some boundaries. Like I'm going to spend three hours off of social media every day. Um, I use something called the RO, which is, it actually tracks your time off of your phone. It's like a little charging box. Uh, I will link to it. I'm going to have the founders on the podcast soon, but it's just like a very great intentional way to spend time off your phone and it's kind of fun. It gamifies it, but you don't need that to spend time off of your phone, right? Um, setting boundaries for yourself in some way or another. And this could be a whole podcast episode on itself. 
So I'm not going to go there right now. But if that's something you struggle with, taking intentional time off of social media, giving yourself real social media boundaries is going to make a big difference. Okay, the second C of contentment is community. Community is a good way to combat comparison because oftentimes when we are comparing ourselves to others, it is oftentimes online or it is someone that we're not actually having a conversation with. Um, This is not always. I know there are situations where it's the other way around, but oftentimes we are comparing ourselves without really knowing the true whole situation, whether that's because it's online or because we're just not actually in community with that person or having a conversation with them. So community can combat comparison and it is a huge part of getting content. Not necessarily like, hey, how do you get more content in your home? Go hang out with people. And that's not what I mean. But what I do mean is that I think we realize that our life is comparable to others and I don't want to say use the word comparison, but like we realize that the things that we're discontent with are actually normal whenever we hang out and get ourselves around other people in real life, face to face. I know it's not always easy if you have a lot of kids to do that, but ever since COVID, I think it's just very easy to isolate ourselves and it's very unhealthy to do so. Even if you're an introvert, get into community whichever way you can. I recently joined a mom's group um, last fall, and I never thought I was a mom's group type of person. But through being in this group, I just realized that so many of my struggles with parenting are so normal. And I feel like so much better because of it. Because it's easy to compare myself with all of the different parenting accounts that tell you to parent in a different way and make it sound so easy. And when I'm in real life with other moms, we realize that we're all struggling. This is not easy for any of us. And many of us have the same or similar struggles, even if we have different kids. Being in community with just family, people in your people in your neighborhood, it helps you get more content because just being around others, we realize that, you know, we all have things. We all have parts of our homes that we don't love. We all have struggles in parenting or at work or whatever it might be. And it helps us just relax and and realize that nobody has everything perfect. Nobody has everything figured out. And obviously do this in a way that works for you because some of us are introverts and we can, this tires us out. Some of us are extroverts, whether it's being with family or being with just a few close friends or being in larger groups of people, whatever it is that is going to work best for you, but growing in community being with people face-to-face in real life helps us get more content because we realize that the things that we're discontent with are actually normal and maybe even things to be grateful for. Take a second and think about someone who has changed your life for the better. Wouldn't it be nice if you could find more people like that, more life-changing people for your company right when you need them? If you're hiring, you need Indeed to help you do that. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. You can find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant 
match assessments and virtual interviews. Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, so you won't have to wait. I personally love the Instant Match feature. As soon as you sponsor a job post, Instant Match gives you a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. So visit indeed.com slash minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash minimalish. Indeed.com slash minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so the third C of contentment is care, as in taking care. And this is specific to our homes, right? Taking care of our homes can help us be more content with them. But it also works in other areas of our life. Taking care of ourselves is going to help us be more content with ourselves too, right? If we are eating well, if we are moving our bodies, if we just like are doing self-care things that make us feel better, those things are going to make us feel better about ourselves. We don't have to drop pounds on the scale. We don't have to change our bodies. Like just feeling better and taking care of ourselves will make us more content. Taking care of whatever it is that we're feeling discontent with. My car, it gets so messy. And when it's super messy and I let it go like that for a stretch of time, I start to believe that I need a new car. I don't need a new car. My car works. I think like I need a bigger car because look at this mess. If I had a bigger car... It would just get (laughs) a bigger mess, right? I know this. My car is paid off and it still works. I do not need a new car. But when it's messy, I believe that I need a new car. So when I take care of it, when I keep it clean, when I like do a weekly clean out, I feel content in my car. I like it. I enjoy it. It's great. When I take care of my home and when it's tidy, and right now I just moved into a new home, but it is like this home speaking of outdated, needs lots of cosmetic updates. I could remodel this whole house. Like it, we've got the wood paneling. We have carpets that need replaced. We have lots of things going on. As we're moving in, every little thing that I do, even if it's just like putting contact paper on the shelves to make them look better in my cabinets, it creates contentment. I feel happier. I feel happier with my space. I feel more content, more grateful for my space. When we care for things, we become more content with them. And I think it's Debt-Free Mom who says, Carly from Debt-Free Mom, I think she um, has the phrase, care creates contentment. And I love that phrase because it really makes it so simple to just remind yourself, okay, I'm feeling discontent. Is it because it's messy? Like, can I just do a quick tidy? When I mop my floors and they're shining, like I feel super content. I feel super grateful for those floors for my home take care of whatever space it is that you're feeling discontent in right now or take care of yourself if you're feeling discontent in other ways whatever area of your life it is but practically since we're talking mostly about our homes but I think I kind of went everywhere with this but if we're talking about our homes a practical action step is to just do a 20 minute tidy set your timer for 20 to 30 minutes tidy up take care and and set some kind of routine to do that, to take care of an area of your home, um, make a little corner of your home where you just feel peaceful and you can sit there and feel grateful. 
because you're taking care, you're making a space that's for you. You know, there's a million ways we could talk about how taking care of something creates contentment. Just put a little bit of time to care for something in your home today, and I bet you'll feel a little bit more content with your space. I wanted to give a little addendum to this episode because I made this episode, I recorded it last week, and I meant to post it last week, but something happened. I'm not sure what it was. I actually thought it was posted until almost a week later, and then I realized it never actually fully published. So I recorded all of the words that you just listened to about a day or two after we moved into our new home. And then once I kind of got acquainted with my kitchen and got all unpacked and felt really grateful for finally getting my organization system down because I am not great with organizing and the kitchen's layout is totally different than what I'm used to in my old house. So once I got all that down, I was kind of reflecting on contentment with my current kitchen because it is just so different than my previous kitchen. And I wrote a little mini essay on it and I posted it on Instagram and I slapped up this very like poorly lit, (laughs) outdated kitchen. Okay, we get decent light in our kitchen, but I took this picture early in the morning. And so it's just this poorly lit picture. And I was just really surprised that so many people resonated with just a picture of like a very normal kitchen, a very outdated kitchen and the idea of getting content with what we have. So I wanted to just read you this post because, you know, maybe we all need to see more normal kitchens. Maybe we all need to be encouraged that we can be happy and content in our normal spaces. And I know I've said a lot of that in this episode, but I just thought I'd read this kind of as an ending, since I got the extra time to work on this episode, why not? Okay, so it reads, last week on the podcast, I talked about contentment. Spoiler alert, that episode did not actually post, so it is the one you just listened to. Anyways, then I had several opportunities to practice what I preached. Our new to us kitchen is far from done. Can you tell? The back layer of wallpaper needs to come off. We ripped off the first layer. We're painting the cupboards and the walls. I'm probably going to do something low budget to spruce up the countertops at some point, but I can also find gratitude for this space. I can be content even in its current state, and it's easier to do so when I'm taking care of it and making it my own. When we moved in, I immediately felt frustrated with the kitchen. It needed a good clean, that's for sure, and a week of unpacking it, and living out of boxes made it feel like chaos. Plus, it's much more outdated than our last kitchen, and it has a totally different layout. But I am so grateful for this home, and I wanted to feel grateful for a space that I spend way too much time in, as I constantly feed all the people who live here. Side note, why are they always so hungry? So I spent my time and energy on this space, unpacking carefully, solving a puzzle of how this kitchen can work for me. And in the midst of that, I made sure to take care of it. Resetting it each night, unloading the dishes in the morning, starting the habits that make our days easier in a new place, and taking pride in even an undone, outdated, half-painted kitchen. And then there's the important reminder that I give myself. Not everyone has everything updated, shiny, and new, like this app, referring to Instagram, might lead you to believe. Hopefully this picture is that reminder for you. It just so happens that we can still feed the people with the help of the outdated kitchen. 
We can even enjoy it and find joy in it. Take care of what you have, find a way to be grateful for it, and you may even find that what you already have is enough. Because it's not the updated kitchen that will make you more content, but rather the way that you decide to view what's right in front of you. So let's take care of what we have, let's get grateful for it, let's call it what it is, a gift. So since that resonated with so many that read it, I wanted to read it here and just wanted to also kind of echo the words of so many that messaged me and commented about this, that most people coming in your house aren't thinking about if it's outdated or updated or if it's a little messy or not, like they're not looking at that. And I think so many times we are thinking about that. We are thinking you know, that's what we need to be happy. Meanwhile, a home that is taken care of, a home that is lived in and loved in is a home that our family is going to thrive in. And that's the most important thing. So if we could just focus on gratitude for what's right in front of us, I think we will feel so much more content with the spaces that we have. And of course, compare them less to what we see online, because oftentimes It is just not a realistic picture of what's normal or average, or I don't even know the word. An updated kitchen is great, but so is one that is not updated because that is so many of our situations as well. So hope this all encourages you. Just wanted to throw this little extra bit into the episode. Now I'm going to kind of insert the rest of the original episode here. That is all I have for today. I hope that you take action in some way, whether it is spending a little less time on social media or comparing your, wherever you find yourself that, that puts you in that space of comparison or texting a friend and setting up a coffee date to get that community aspect going or joining some kind of mom's group or community group in general to help you get yourself into community or taking care of your home in some way. I hope that you take action on at least one of these and I hope that you find yourself a little more content along the way. If you enjoyed this episode, would you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram? I appreciate when you do that. That helps others find the podcast and invites other women into this community. I am grateful for you every time you're here listening in. So thank you for being here and I will talk to you right back here on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.